Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Porter Gals presents Terrifying Tales. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Poltergals. Spooky. <laughs> Ghost Stories of the Old South. Written by Edric Day. Published in 2003. By Lone Pine Publishing, Lucas Tavern, Montgomery, Alabama. If only I had a guide to pose for me, the photographer thought as he set up a tripod to take photographs. He had secured permission to stay in old Alabama town and Montgomery past closing, but had forgotten to ask one of the historical guides to stay behind. The shots he planned to take in the one-room schoolhouse would have had far more immediacy if there had been a model pretending to be a 19th century teacher, he sighed. It was still nice to be in the historic district, with its collection of restored and preserved buildings dating from the 1820s. The work that their preservations had done here was incredible, painstaking research, and work had resulted in the creation of a living museum population with historical interpreters to usher visitors back in time. As he set up in the fading light, peering through his camera's viewfinder, with the creaking of the wooden floorboards echoing around him, in the classroom, he paused. He looked up and saw in front of him a guide, a woman dressed in the fashion of the 19th century, posing by the window with the McGuffey reader in her hand. The photographer began taking pictures, grateful that one of the museum's staff had chosen to stay behind and pose for him. He snapped away, and then decided to change angles. As he picked up his tripod, he bumped one of its legs into a desk, sending a loud creak through the air. The sound started the woman, and she began to walk towards the door. Worried that his subject was abandoning him, the photographer implored the guide not to leave. Without a word, the guide moved silently and came to a stop beneath a portrait of George Washington. There, she turned to face the photographer, staring at him with eyes that bore into his soul. He began shivering, rubbing his arms and stamping his feet to keep warm even though the day was hot and humid, a typical Montgomery summer day. Then 
He watched with amazement and chalk as a woman turned and walked through the wall. With her disappearance, the room grew warm once again, and the photographer was left to wonder what exactly he had seen. How fortress, he thought, that he had taken photographs of the woman. The first thing he did the next morning was develop the film. Standing in his darkroom, he gasped as image after image of the classroom materialized to show not the woman he had seen in the hoop skirt and tight corset, but instead a brilliant golden light. He returned to the Old Town Visitor Center where he showed the photographs to a guide. She nodded knowingly and smiled. How wonderful, she said. You've just met Eliza Lucas. The photographer knew then that the stories he had heard about the hauntings in Montgomery's historic district was true. There really was a spirit named Eliza Lucas, who made sure that visits to Old Town were memorable. Lucas Tavern was built in the early 19th century to accommodate the number of travelers who passed through Montgomery. The tavern owners prided themselves on providing the best the South had to offer, and it was women like Eliza who lent precedence to the idea of Southern hospitality. The tavern was known for catering to the upscale traveler, and its guests included the Marquis de Lafayette a general and a hero of the American Revolution, who stayed there on his way to New Orleans. While he stayed only a night, Lafayette was said to have been impressed enough to recall the experience in great detail to friends. Lauding Eliza's chicken pie, ham and fried vegetables, and the hearty breakfast of grits, eggs, biscuit and gravy and sausage, it wasn't long before travelers began staying at the Lucas Tavern as much for Eliza's cooking as for her gracious hospitality. Her reputation as a caring and attentive hostess ensured that guests would return again and again and that new ones would arrive on the strength of recommendations. Eliza was a simple woman, her background ordinary, her education limited. But she was known and respected as a woman with an unparalleled strength of heart and character. She worked to make sure that visitors always had a warm, comfortable, and clean place to rest, and that they left with the desire to return. Eliza died before she saw the nation split apart in the battles of the Civil War. Her husband continued to run the tavern, but he died soon after. The two are buried in the old Augusta Cemetery about three miles from their tavern. A succession of owners came and went before conversation-minded individuals decided to preserve a collection of 19th century buildings, among them the Lucas Tavern. Restorations were completed in 1979, and the Lucas Tavern, which opened up onto the square of historic buildings, was chosen to serve as a visitor's reception center and as the office of Old Alabama Town. A year later, people began noting that the restorations had brought back to life not only the building, but also its most famous resident, Eliza Lucas. As the visitor center, the Lucas Tavern was subject to coming and goings of pedestrians around Old Alabama Town. For Eliza, the particular rhythm of the building must have felt like a calling to return to her hosting duties. 
and the building was once again a symbol of Montgomery. The restoration of the square has agreed with her disposition, and is not just the tavern that she frequents. As a photographer discovered, Eliza has made a habit of touring the historic buildings that must remind her of her life in Montgomery. Old Alabama Town then has achieved its ultimate goal to recapture and reanimate the past. After all, how better to gauge their success than by watching Eliza Lucas's reactions? By all accounts, she is thrilled and wants nothing more to guarantee visitors the best experience possible. When she's not waving hello to guests, she's inside the various buildings, rearranging furniture and knickknacks. She also appears at board meetings, and staff and guides feel she is a kind and gentle spirit whose presence is helpful and informative. People can still remember the time that a committee meeting became heated. One member became irrit, raising his voice and rising to his feet to emphasize his point. As he pointed his finger at his colleagues, a cloud of ash blew from the fireplace, covering him and soot. He stood there, blinking his eyes and coughing, and then excused himself from the room. There are proper ways to carry yourself, Eliza seemed to be saying, and made sure that the committee member knew the errors of his ways. She expressed her displeasure in other ways as well, dropping a door from its hinges and bringing it crashing down to the floor when two guides were complaining about their work in the old Alabama town. They found other things to talk about. Although Eliza Lucas died over 140 years ago, her love for the community has survived, fostering the growth and development of a city that has grown from a town of several hundred people to a city with over 200,000 inhabitants. Surely she could claim some small credit for Montgomery's early growth, when travelers first became acquainted with the city when they stayed at the Lucas Tavern. Now she has returned to once again remind people exactly what Southern hospitality is. Be sure to follow us on Facebook or on YouTube at The Porter Gals or on Instagram at The underscore Porter Gals. You can also find us wherever you get your podcast or at RogueMediaNetwork.com. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.